Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Bugle presents... The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome back to The Last Post, the final word on this, the most final of worlds. Today is the 6th of January of the year 2020, and boy, are my arms tired. Our guest host today is a regular on this podcast, currently recovering from his celebrity water polo match this weekend and the launch of his cult hit documentary show, Andy Zaltzman Screams Facts at Birds. It is Andy Zaltzman. Welcome back to the show. Uh, well, it's good to be back, Alice, uh, particularly after the, the incident with, with the diving board at, at, <laughs> at the water polo event. When I, I had no idea you weren't supposed to use that as your means of getting getting into the pool. <laughs> for the, And... Well, fortunately, as as discussed a couple of days ago, I, I'm a non-swimmer, so the fact that I uh, suffered a significant leg injury off the diving board saved me from drowning during the course of the game, so and, I, I didn't and, actually get to play. And how is the captain of the opposing team? <laughs> well, you know, you, get, you swim where you want to swim. Yep, you're the 500-pound gorilla in that pool, Andy. <laughs> Today's notable in history as being the sixth day of the Gregorian calendar, and according to the Christian calendar, the twelfth day of Christmas, the day of the twelve drummers drumming in the song, also known as Epiphany, which is confusing to those of us who observe the true spirit of Christmas, which is locking yourself in a house with your family for 48 hours, like the setting of an Agatha Christie country murder mystery novel. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently the 6th of January is the day the three wise men arrived. It's also known as Three Kings Day and Epiphany, presumably because someone had an idea. Did, Did they have 12 drummers? Each or not? Is that where that? I don't think twelve drummers is particularly conducive to the having of an idea, but no. But I mean, is it? I mean, it might have been more useful actually for the actual labour phase of 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 the birth of <laughs> the infant Christ. You know, if they could hammer out 
kind of rhythm like a percussive doula. Birthing beats. Yes. I mean, I'm sensing a new album in the There's, air. And there is a market there, isn't there? Today's birthdays. Uh, Joan of Arc. Happy birthday to that hot heretic. I know you're a big fan of the oh, yeah. Arc Stud, Andy. Literally hot. Literally hot. Today's episode on January the 6th is the first day back to work for a lot of people. So our focus for today is work. We're looking at all the news in the world of work. Andy, some headlines now that we're going to chat through. Apparently Republicans in the US have suggested a return to indentured servitude as a way of addressing the unemployment problem. What do you think about that, well, Andy? Well, I mean, it's pretty much the logical endpoint of make America great again, I think. I mean, I think <laughs> Trump... Actually, probably Trump has at least one further step to go in mind. But it's it's all about uh, you know, un- unemployment. Uh, I, mean, I think the latest government research here has shown that unemployment is 99% psychological. And it's, <laughs> it's all about the massaging of, of the statistics. And by massaging, I mean full chiropractic body battering. Um, and there are rumours that the new government here in Britain are going to... Uh, re-identify unemployment as quality me time <laughs> and uh, also classify undistracted time passing as a job on literal zero hours contracts so it's uh, exciting new uh, exciting new times for look if you leave a rating on a on a netflix show it's basically a job you're basically performing a fun- you're working for netflix at that point well yes i mean what, what is when we get into very philosophical philosophical depths here well what what is work I mean, you're providing value to a community via yes. being on Facebook all day. Yeah, but yeah, being, or, or, and in, in fact, many people would actually do far greater good for society if they did not do their jobs. And you know, without mentioning the vast majority <laughs> of all politicians and, and uh, by name, uh, and perhaps this is this this should be another way of yeah. If you've if you've pinpointed someone who through the uh, overweening nature of their personal ambition is almost likely to leave a trail of social devastation in their wake. (laughs) Pay them whatever they are going to get paid in the job that will enable them to do that. Add on 50% and say, look, just go and sit in that shed and earn shitloads, but (laughs) keep yourself to yourself. Well, I mean, this is the next headline, Andy. Elon Musk is launching some deepfake technology that's apparently so good you can get a robot to go to work instead of you. So that includes things like uh, flirting with your work crush functionality and writing passive-aggressive emails regarding the state of the lunchroom technology. Well, I see this as an overwhelmingly positive move for, for humanity. I can't think of many people whose job would not be done better by, by a robot, and I include both of us in that. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, I mean, it, t- I mean, it frees up a lot of free time for you as well if you can get your robot self to go and actually do the mostly tedious work that you have to do oh i would i would love to have a robot to do my admin unfortunately apparently during the launch uh it didn't survive being hit with a hammer right so uh, we have to wait until he comes out with a new okay version but then you know if you if you hit a human employee with a hammer then there's all, <laughs> all manner of legal complications these days and this, this idea of getting you know a robot to flirt with your work crush i mean to me my flirting skills were always you know minimal I think you know it would have been a lot more successful than me attempting to flirt as myself, <laughs> if a robot, particularly if it's flirting with another robot. Yeah, and if it's flirting with another robot, then it can get the whole process of of a, of a relationship out of the way before you yeah. need to worry but about that it. That said, all. I do think flirting should be banned. I mean, it is it costs the economy. I mean, let's make up a figure here: two hundred trillion pounds a year of wasted 
time and emotional energy. That's People spent, flirting in the office. That's been flirting. I like the idea that you can send off a robot to flirt with your work crush and then three months later it just sends you an email telling you that you now have a lifelong grudge against your work crush. <laughs> <laughs> in the wake of the slanted toilet that discourages long sitting, offices are now to offer catheters as a bonus for high-performing employees. Andy, how do you feel about this? Well, I mean, it's a dangerous road to go, Dan, isn't it? When, when a colostomy bag is rebranded as a productivity aid, I think you know that humanity needs... <laughs> To take a step back from its obsession with 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 work, and also just just in terms of your work life balance and your 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 general state of happiness. I mean, the, the sanctity of the undisturbed crap is one of the last bastions of privacy <laughs> against our perma hecticated world. So I'm I'm very I'm very wary of this of the, you know of work in, intruding on people taking a cheeky little 15 minutes with a cryptic crossword. I think we need to take a stand. I think everybody... Not not take a stand. (laughs) I think we need to take a sit as a population. uh, we We should now go on toilet strike which involves not looking at work emails while you're doing a poo. And that shouldn't be a big ask. But genuinely, I challenge any listener listening to this to say to me that they have not done that. And from now on, I want you to refuse, just absolutely refuse any, I mean, really, I don't think you should be taking your phones into the toilet anyway. No. A, it's unhygienic. B, nothing you're doing in there should be so boring or so traumatic that you need to distract yourself from it. Yeah. And, you know, just take a minute. Use it as a moment of meditative processing. Well, exactly. And in terms of your productivity at work, surely, you know, a, a, a good 15 <laughs> minutes of calm solitude will actually re-energise you for the rest of the day. Refocus you. Get a Headspace yeah. app. I do not want office workers around the world sitting on potties at their desks. Let me (laughs) emphasise that right now. We can build a better world. And, you know, will it end there? I mean, will we have, you know, canteens replaced with just intravenous drips for all workers so no one ever has to? I mean, that that, that probably is the case in certain... Just horrible little feeding tubes like hamsters. We probably shouldn't say this out loud, Alice. Someone will be listening (laughs) to this and thinking, I could save me some money, that. What a great idea. It's a classified ad section now because say what you like about freedom of speech, everything's funded by ads these days and we don't like to think about it. Remember, you can submit an ad by email at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. The thing you're engaging with right now. Like what you're doing? Want to do more of it? Try doing it more, possibly in a way that costs more money for the same thing in a marginally more convenient format. The thing you're doing now. Do it. It's the kind of thing you would do. Tense headache, sleepless nights, bad skin? Try half a glass of water. Water is good for you and you're probably a bit dehydrated. Also, it's unlikely to be the wrong thing to do. Half a glass of water. It's right there. Spoken by Alice Fraser for Water Incorporated. Please consult your doctor if symptoms persist or just keep trying the water thing. It's not a one-time deal. Hey, what's that noise? Sounds like a ghost. Who should we call? The police? Maybe a mental health professional? Goat butlers. If you live in a world of ghosts and the supernatural, try a goat butler. Dignified, cheap and a wonderful way to spice up your party. They'll eat your napkins but they'll buttle the shit out of your overtly wealthy life. Plus, very Instagrammable. Goat butlers. Google goat butlers or type in http colon forward slash forward slash www.angelfire.lycos.com slash goatbutlers77. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And that is our Classifieds ad section for the day. The last post. So we are back to work. It's the 6th of January. No longer can you dodge away from your jobicular responsibilities. You've missed your window for self-reflection and self-improvement, and it is time to get back to slowly disappointing yourself into a hole. You paint a very negative picture of, of, of work, and I think people, you know, we, we do tend to become trapped in a job. I say this from my experience of having had a, an actual job or something vaguely resembling an actual job for less <laughs> than a year of my entire life. But you sort of you get trapped. So, I mean, maybe... There should be a maximum limit on anyone doing one job for you know, five years max. Is that is that too? Uh, and I mean one career. You should have to in your say forty year working life. You should have eight completely different careers, and I mean, everyone will be fresh. Obviously, there will be no high level expertise. But we've moved beyond. Are expertise. we back to medieval farming rotation systems well, now? Andy? I mean, they did sort of have that system in medieval times, albeit that basically after working for five years as a peasant, you just died. So <laughs> yeah. You just didn't go on to another. So we just got to extend that. And it, a lot of jobs, because you know, there's not enough good jobs to go around. So it should be, you know, to make a fairer society, it should be like like jury service, where everyone just gets allocated a job, whether they like it or not. Um, sort of kind of national service. Oh, you're a you're a heart surgeon for now. Is a scalpel and Wikipedia. You know, do your best. I mean, I'm for it. I think we'd have a much more dynamic economy and a, and a much more energized nation, albeit energized to the point of um, deep trauma. panic. Yeah. <laughs> And we have just enough time for a short story now. Uh, fake news has been banned in the Viking states under threat of axing. The Vikings are going back to their roots with Scandinavian countries allying against fake news through the medium of shouting at anyone who lies. Well, I mean, this is a little bit rich from the Viking nations, bearing in mind that the Viking helmet itself, historians <laughs> now claim, is actually a fake helmet. I mean, that's fake. They're not just fake news. That's, that's fake headwear. That's, That's worse, head. isn't it? Why do you think people think that Vikings wore that headdress? Because uh, it's good on a night out, I guess. And, <laughs> you know, they had some pretty spicy nights out, I think. But I don't know. I, I can't take anything these countries say seriously until they apologise for the atrocities the Vikings committed on British soil all those years ago. And now it's time for your letters to the editor. This new landmass off the coast of New Zealand, what's going on with that? Yours sincerely, New Zealand. <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you can understand why New Zealand is concerned about this, Alice, because this landmass is very much muscling in on New Zealand's distinctive territory as a landmass in the middle of nowhere. As a landmass in the middle of nowhere, lying, you know, completely empty. Yeah. Uh, apparently there are a few uh, expeditions going out, but you're not hearing a lot about it in the news because I'm not sure that we know what to do with it yet. Right. It's not uh, stealing our jobs. It's, uh, it doesn't seem to be economically viable yet. We don't know what crops are going to be on there. So There's nothing worth nicking, basically. Nothing worth nicking. Any indigenous mammals? Because New Zealand are very badly on that, and they've just got the three species of bat or something. <laughs> it's all birds in New Zealand. Oh, I'm not sure. It's just come out of the ocean, so it might be amphibious Right. Maybe we'll have some life. new mammals. I would be into some new mammals, given that Australia has recently burned all its mammals. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, I mean, th things need to be regenerated, don't they? And, you know, people talk about all these species going extinct but yeah maybe it's just a chance for nature to 
give evolution the kick up the arse that it so desperately needs. Because, <laughs> I mean, evolution's all very well, but it takes f***ing ages, doesn't it? And we don't have that kind of time. If five-day test cricket is under threat, <laughs> yeah. then evolution can't spend 100,000 years developing new species. Anyway. Yeah. Get, yeah, get back I don't on know it. If that's how long it takes, but my point stands. Your point does not stand. Okay. More letters tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the last post today. You can listen again tomorrow, and if you haven't done so before, please listen back to previous editions. Thank you so much for coming. Andy Zaltzman, do you have anything to plug? I've got a new book, quiz book, coming out. Oh, what's the quiz book called? It's the One Question Quiz. This is one <laughs> extremely long 200 page question with a multiple choice at the end. Well, I can't wait to have a look at that. Uh, look after your leg. Uh, yeah, we'll do. Yeah. And maybe learn to swim before you volunteer for a celebrity water polo. It's very easy to say that with hindsight. <laughs> Thank you so much, Andy, and I will see you tomorrow. The Last Post is a production of The Bugle with something else. Executive producer is Christopher D. Skinner, and it is hosted by me, Alice Fraser.